This is In the Know for Thursday, December 15, the 349th day of 2022. There are 16 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And on Twitter, the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. And we will get you one day closer to the big day closing in. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Uh, in um, A Christmas Story, Ralphie hears a million times that he can't have a BB gun because why? He'll shoot his eye out. He'll shoot your eye out. Scientists have actually done the odds. The odds that you will shoot your eye out with a BB gun or involving an air-powered gun are 1 in 12,612. Wow. One in 12,612, <laughs> which actually sounds pretty uh, low or high. Depending. It's not like one in a million. It's one in 12,610. So that kind of surprises me a little bit. But the science is in, you know, and we're not allowed to argue with science. So apparently that's what it is. He's a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Doha. Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, we're down to two in the World Cup. Are you uh, going with France or are you going with Argentina? Uh, France. You going with France? You're not. There's not a, a messy jersey on your Christmas list now. Well, maybe you might be on Team Messi since it will likely be his last World Cup, uh, almost certainly his last World Cup match will be, is it on Sunday? I think that's It'll right. It'll be played on Sunday. I think that's States. right. Yeah, I think that's right. So you're not with Messi? I, if I'm being completely honest, I, I you really don't care? could not care less. <laughs> on Sunday, there's there's a bigger game going on in, you, in the States. You give so zero that, cares is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. It just once the Americans were out, pretty much any interest that I had was was gone. Okay, fine. Well, well and since there's not like a, if Morocco would have been playing in the championship, I might have cheered for him a little oh, bit I just see. because okay. you know it's fun to cheer for the underdog, the Cinderella. Mm-hmm. But Argentina and France are two of the better teams. So yeah. it's, well, I mean, I guess that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, the best, uh-huh. the best playing the best. Be like so if you're a, if see. you're a regular fan and it's Kentucky versus Kansas in the national championship. It's yeah, like, well, that's, a, that's a good example. Yeah. I like that. Uh, rain. Chances returning tonight, you're going to have a dry day. And we finally have some sunshine, so that's nice. Yesterday was bleh, and then the overnight was bleh, but today not too bad. We're going to see some gusts of wind this afternoon, around 25 miles an hour, so be prepared for that. You know, I need to make sure and keep my toupee in check today. <laughs> We're going to see a much colder pattern, though, arriving for the week of Christmas. In fact, going to see some low temperatures in the teens for our area off to the north of us they could see single digit lows on uh, i guess that would be the 23rd 
But once we see our high of 47 today, we'll barely see the 40s on Monday and Tuesday, but otherwise in the uh, in the 30s. And then next Friday, the high temperature, I think our area will be the lower 20s, but the Louisville area is saying 19. Does Santa have his heavy coat right? It's going to be chilly for him. Yeah, it is going to be it is going to be a cold night. We don't often get one of those cold cold Christmases like that where mm-hmm. the lows in actually in the teens. I do think regionally and regionally includes southern Indiana and and I'm not ruling it out entirely for for us here between the lakes. But if we were to get a little bit of snow on let's say Thursday, okay, you get an inch Two inches of snow, something like that. No, it's just not. If you were to get that on Thursday, though, it would be here for Christmas because there's going to be not any place for it to go because the temperature is not going to be warm enough. So I think it's not likely, but I do think that check back with me about 72 hours out and we'll compare notes again. The Fed raised key interest rates again by half a point and signaled more to come next year. They did only go half a point instead of three quarters of a point, which my guess is a result of inflationary figures showing some slowing, but they will continue to ramp these up into next year to try and continue to slow down things just a little bit. So I don't think we've seen, I don't think we've seen the high of it. I think if you were to lock in an interest rate now, you'd be happy a year from now. Three years from now, you might be looking at refinancing because you're not gonna you're not gonna get back to the twos, the threes. Certainly not next year. Probably not the following year, but maybe uh, on down the road you might. Also, the Fed, in being the federal government, the House passed a bill to expend uh, extend government funding for one week. The House passed a short term spending bill yesterday to keep government agencies funded at current levels. Through December 23rd, giving lawmakers more time to craft a roughly $1.7 trillion appropriations package that could cover or would cover the full fiscal year. So mainly passed along party lines. They'll have to figure it out before their Christmas break, before they leave next week. <laughs> Local headlines, a Clarkson teenager charged in February on a drug trafficking charge have been jailed after being indicted on multiple felony charges, including acquiring property from the sale of a controlled substance. 19-year-old Tyler Litzy was arrested by the LPD uh, early Tuesday morning at a residence on Frame Street. The warrant says Litzy was charged with acquiring property from income derived from the trafficking of a controlled substance, second-degree unlawful transaction with a minor, trafficking in marijuana, possession of marijuana, and possession of drug paraphernalia. One of Grayson County's most wanted, I think was on the list in uh, October, has surrendered to uh, authorities. 22-year-old Tyler Wayne Corbin of Litchfield was wanted on two counts of fleeing or evading police, first-degree wanted endangerment, and driving on a DUI suspended license. He surrendered to authorities on Tuesday, faces additional charges of theft by unlawful taking, etc., etc., October uh, 2022, when he was on the sheriff's office list. State police have amended a few details regarding the fatal crash that occurred in LaRue County on Monday. Troopers responded to the crash on Monday afternoon on Greensburg Road. That's Highway 61 in Buffalo. Initially, they said the investigation showed a 95 Ford Escort being driven by 41-year-old Charles Perkins of Buffalo was traveling north on Greensburg Road when he attempted to pass several vehicles. A uh, Hyundai driven by 31-year-old Brittany Shelton of Magnolia turned right off of Malcolm Drive onto Greensburg Road and into the path of the escort, 
resulting in a head-on collision. Yesterday, the reconstruction investigation showed that Shelton did not pull into the path of Perkins, but was instead traveling south on the road when Perkins was passing multiple cars in a non-passing zone. So basically a double yellow or a solid yellow on his side decided to go around a bunch of uh, go around a bunch of uh, vehicles and led to a deadly crash. A Kentucky task force says the state's child support enforcement program should be moved from the Cabinet for Health and Family Services to the office of the attorney general the cabinet does not doesn't have adequate controls and oversights to ensure unpaid child support is collected that's according to a findings of a task force in their statement yesterday that announced recommendations after being tasked to assess the agency it said there's a 1.4 billion dollars in outstanding child support now state senator steve meredith involved in the uh, task force that um, produced these findings $1.4 billion, I, you know, it's a startling figure. When you spread it spread it across all of the people who are in the child support system in the Commonwealth, I don't know what that averages out to per person, but I would imagine that it's substantial. And if, there's, um, if those liabilities and those needs aren't being met, just imagine if they were. If you, if, you could, if you could get people to pay their child support, you know, or if you could set that to a zero balance and work it out to where those dollars were where they were needed and where they were intended for my guess is it would make a uh, it would make a big it would make a big difference the i i know in grayson county the child support uh, system is run through the county attorney's office i don't know if it's that way statewide i believe that ultimately it, it probably uh, is i don't know if that's just state law or the way that it's done but by moving it to the attorney general's office I would presume they would have a different set of tools to enforce compliance, or maybe they would have more resources than other agencies might in order to uh, enforce that. So the panel also recommended continuing to assess the cabinet, which had uh, 93 agencies and 6,618 employees. So information there. Kentucky lawmakers are poised, poised, and posturing for their 30-day session next year, which will get underway in January. It's a 30-day session because there's no budget in uh, this legislative cycle. But some of the things that are being discussed are continuations of things that either weren't uh, fully figured out in the last session or modifications of things from the last session, primarily uh, medical cannabis and then also... After what happened in November with the constitutional amendment, there is a cry then for the legislature to go in and do more work on what we would commonly refer to as the exceptions when it comes to uh, abortion. And so I think the, the common move is the the common request will be to go from one exception to three exceptions but Damon Thayer, in an interview that he did yesterday, didn't feel like he said that would be a tough sell in the legislature. That's according to him. So we'll see. But I know that there will be an appeal for that. Also, they have decided that those who are advocates of medical marijuana, if you really want to bring about change on this issue, the Senate is where you need to focus your efforts because the House has either just as a hot potato to force it over on the other side, knowing that it's probably going nowhere in the Senate, 
but they have at least just said, okay, we're, we're fine with, uh, we're fine with it. And then the Senate says, nah, we're not going to do that. So the people who are uh, pro on the issue will say, well, this is where we have to find our changes in the Senate. So whether it changes, I don't know or not, but that's where their efforts will be focused. I saw a piece the other day on CBS about nuclear fusion energy. We're looking for clean energies. We're looking to become less reliant upon uh, fossil fuels, and we're looking for more renewable energies, things that are cleaner, things that are uh, more efficient. And there was a piece, and I'm not scientifically astute enough to figure out all of the all of the attributes of it, but they're saying that there has been a breakthrough in nuclear fusion energy, which may be, it may bring it within, they say, 30 years of it being a practical solution for our energy needs. Now, we already have nuclear energy, but as I recall it, the nuclear energy that we have is nuclear fission. And this is... They're, they have made breakthroughs on nuclear fusion. Nuclear fission creates waste, heat, it's dangerous, and they're saying that nuclear fusion energy does not have those components. So they're excited about the possibilities. Not even going to pretend Can you, yeah, to right. act like Sam, I Sam, you think in your there. trunk of your car they could put a little nuclear fusion reactor? I you get in there. I need and, to call Homer Simpson to, to <laughs> help us explain it. He's Imagine on the side of your car, you get one of those nuclear Is energy like flux capacitor. Yeah, well, uh, one of those, you know, those symbols. When you see those symbols mm-hmm. on things, and you say, "Oh, that's nuclear, that's nuclear waste," or that's you get one of those atomic energy symbols on your I side of your like car. I kind of feel like I've been listening to Sheldon Cooper for like the last. By, and by and the half. way, I just prefaced by saying I don't know anything about it, but I did talk my way through ninety seconds of it. So look at look at me go. Of course, I can probably talk my way through most subjects uh oh of course leave it to louisville and leave it to western for that matter i did watch the game last night started late goodness to start at eight o'clock was awfully late last night but the U of L cardinals got their first win of the season last night against the uh, rick stansbury led western kentucky university hilltoppers and i predicted it I, yeah, you did. Um, I had someone yesterday. I had a Louisville fan say, "Nah, they're not gonna." Yeah, my 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 friend who went to Louisville messaged me and said, "You know, take it easy on us." And I said, "No, you guess it. It's gonna happen." Mm-hmm. I said, "Just watch." And and uh, I yeah, the uh, there were some people in Bowling Green that weren't necessarily the biggest fans of Rick Stansbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's lost a lot. <laughs> well, that's what I said. That's what I told the the Louisville fan who said it. Said, "Oh well, this." And I said. Hey, uh, Stansberry, Stansberry gone Stansberry, and you just never quite know. Um, but congratulations to Louisville. They finally got that monkey off their back, and uh, now not as much pressure on Saturday. They still should should defeat Florida A&M, but get that one. At least you get the goose egg off the front of your record, so congratulations to uh, the cards. Sorry, top fans. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Cat Herders Day. I meant to ask you earlier, Hunt. I didn't ask you who you wanted to win the World Cup. You have more soccer experience than Samurai, so 
That is true. Uh, I have no clue. Argentina or France, you're going to go with, uh, you like Latin culture, so you're probably going with Argentina. There we go. Uh, It is also Cupcake Day today, and it is Bill of Rights Day today. So that's, uh, that's, those are the days we're celebrating. Here is a list of, uh, you may have been to a holiday party, or you might have been to an extended family gathering in the last few weeks. You might have ended up with something that uh, you didn't want. And so, in fact, we were asked this morning by uh, our first grader, what's a gift exchange? <laughs> so she's, I guess, the you know, first grade, first time you get to experience a sophisticated gift exchange. So I said, well, there are com- common variations. There are different ways that it could that it could happen. So Secret Santa? It could be. It could be, you know, draw you draw a number and then that's the order you get to pick. White elephant. From the from the gifts. And she said she and Kyra had it all figured out. Yes. Yeah. They had each other's backs. Now, it was like that plan will hold up so long as it's the traditional, you know, way. I'll give you mine and you give yeah, me yours. Yeah, try. We're solid. You know. To go through the whole, well, you know, you both need to be happy, blah, blah, blah. If you receive a picture frame, there's a 34% chance you're going to re-gift it. If you received a gift set of body care products, you are 33% likely to re-gift it. Especially if it's vanilla or lavender. If you receive scented candles, 32% would (laughs) re-gift it. If you receive a beauty gift set, 30% would re-gift it. If you get a box of chocolates, 29% of people would re-gift it. Those things are easily re-gifted. Yes, they mm-hmm. are. I also think that picture frames are a very specific thing. It's mm-hmm. If you're trying to decorate with picture fr- pictures in your homes, you want a particular style and you kind of want them to match your other frames generally, or maybe I'm just speaking on, you know, self. <laughs> so if I get a picture frame that doesn't really blend in, I'm likely to, like, yeah, let's get, you know, Get something that kind of goes with our style a little bit more. Here are some whack Christmas facts, things that you maybe didn't know. Silent Night is the most recorded Christmas song. Over 138,000 versions. Hmm. Only one version of White Trash Christmas, though. (laughs) Only one, thanks to Zach Tyson. Rudolph was almost named Rolo. Like the candy? Well, the Yeah, the candy came later, but yes, the same name, Rolo. Rolo, the red-nosed reindeer. Other reindeer names before the ones that we're familiar with today were settled upon included Flossie, Glossy, Racer, Pacer, Scratcher, Feckless, Ready, Steady, and Fireball. Interesting. Racer and pacer at least make sense. Fireball. Is that your pitball? Pitbull? Mm-hmm. Is that who sings that song? Mm-hmm. I've heard that somewhere in a ball game or something. Fireball. Tinsel was invented in 1610 in Germany and was originally spun from real silver, making it far from the chintzy decoration it is now. Is that what ours is? No, ours is definitely chintzy. Oh, I was going to say silver. Yeah, oh. it's, it's not. That doesn't appear to be real, real silver. No, honey, I, that's chintzy, isn't it? I, I mean, it costs yeah. like thirty cents. I, I don't know. It was, yeah. You found it in the box. Uh, it was in. It was in the box. There you go. Christmas Day <laughs> boasts the fewest relationship breakups and the most engagements. 
Mistletoe is an ancient symbol of fertility and virility. The Druids considered it an aphrodisiac. But I'm going to save one final whack Christmas fact for today's Did You Know? And it does involve mistletoe, and it might make you rethink your usage of it. Mm. I'm just saying. The National Film Registry has released its 2022 inductees. On Wednesday, the Library of Congress announced that Iron Man, Disney's uh, 2000 movie starring, or the movie starring Robert Downey Jr. from 2008, Disney's 1989 The Little Mermaid mm-hmm. is getting in. Brian De Palma's 1976 horror movie Carrie. And then, honey, did you not recognize the one that's on the screen? Um, I do. You do? Okay. Yes. I saw you craning a little yes, bit to see it, it more. Yes, but it wasn't in order. I've, yeah. Yeah. When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Those are among the 25 films selected as 2022's entries into the National Film Registry. 6,865 movies were submitted by the public to the Library of Congress for consideration. Just this year, 6,800 movies were submitted. Well, clearly it's... For consideration. I mean, there's... I mean, a movie can be probably pretty generic. Did you nominate Discarding Santa? Is that the one here? That's the one I'm in. Yeah. Oh, is so that the one I you're in? The starring role in, sure. Yeah. I was going to do Dennis's movie. Oh, the the uh, Mayberry movie, Mayberry, Mayberry Ma- Man. Yeah. I guess they. Which one would you nominate first? Just in all honesty, would it be Discarding Santa? It probably would, wouldn't it? No, I think it'd have to be the Oscar-winning performance from Dennis Cook. Really? Hmm. But Sam, there are lots of people you know in Discarding Santa. You only know two in Mayberry Man. For one. Uh, you know Brad Travis. You know the legend of Brad Travis. I sure. I, I I'm sure we're getting my comment machine's broken, or I I'm sure that we're getting comments from him. Uh, let's try to state his case. Six thousand eight hundred sixty-five movies were submitted. Carrie, Iron Man, The Little Mermaid, When Harry Met Sally, and 1972's Betty Tell Her Story received significant public support through online nominations. Marvel Studios president Kevin Feig called Iron Man, uh, which kicked off the Marvel Cinematic Universe, really make or break for the studio in an interview with the Library of Congress. In addition to 1950s Cyrano de Bergerac, which we've seen a modern version of that made starring Peter Dinklage just in the last year. Also, in case you didn't know, the movie Roxanne starring Steve Martin and Daryl Hannah is an adaptation of the classic story of Cyrano de Bergerac. John Waters' 1988 film Hairspray, 1982's The Ballad of Gregorio Cortez, 1972's Superfly, and 1990's House Party are getting in. And then 2011's Pariah stands out as the most recent film to be added to the registry. Okay, well now I'm starting to understand how there were 6,800 and 65 films that were nominated because four of the last five that I just read I'd never heard of before. Does Biden choose them then? Is that mm-hmm. part of the president's mm-hmm. decision? Yeah, it's a, like it's a combination. They use Joe Biden, but then they use uh, Jimmy Fallon's puppy bowl. So they just line Biden up, and then whichever bowl he runs to and they, eats out of, those are the ones that get Did the same in. thing then, I guess, with Trump and <laughs> Bush? All the All the presidents. 
In fact, I think they they may line up all the living presidents and just turn them loose at the same time, and they run across. I think my money would be on Obama there. He's probably in the best shape. Mm, maybe. Grubhub's most ordered dish of the year. Anybody want to take a stab? Sam probably already knows because yeah, he had to pull the graphic. I saw it. That's a good guess. The thing is, I think there's less pizza delivered by Grubhub. Yeah, because you could do that. Because oh, pizza fair. has its own delivery infrastructure already built in. That's true. The most ordered dish of the year by Grubhub says burrito. Burrito was the most. I do like myself to burrito delivered dish. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they're pretty good. They can be good. I could go for some tacos right now. Uh, the handheld eat was the year's most ordered dish with a whopping 4 million burritos. I was looking to see if I could find the second place. Do, 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 do. The new cuisines Burger that we, would be probably my assumption is maybe. number two. We love to try this year were Australian food up 531% from last year. Which South is, African food up 294%. Shrimp on the Barbie. Oh, so Outback? Although I think Max Duffy had a strong opinion that that was not even thunder from down under, uh-huh. chocolate thunder from down under, and uh, blooming onion and uh-huh. cheese fries, and uh, I can just keep going. I'm running out of I forget what they could. They don't call them cheese fries though. They have some specific name for them, don't Aussie. they? Aussie cheese fries. Yeah, oh, is that what That's it is? Fancy. Mm-hmm. They fancied them up. Oh. Aussie, they just threw Aussie in Aussie front of them. Cheese fries. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. They are good though. That's right. I could go for some of those. Um, what was that? Uh, Boomerang something. They got all those famous Aussie words in there. Chumbawamba. <laughs> they got any named after Max Duffy? <laughs> not yet, and especially not now. On Tuesday, honey, when you were not with us, we had to share the story. No, you were here. We shared the story that we thought Kellogg's was shutting down Snoop Loops. Yeah, I was here, so that okay. was on Tuesday. So, Snoop. Shared the news. They didn't really like the idea of Snoop Loops, and we felt like Kellogg's was probably the culprit for putting the brakes on that. So this is why this headline is even more puzzling to me. A company is selling a single giant Fruit Loop for $19. A single serving of Kellogg's Fruit Loop cereal clocks in at one and one-third cups, weighs 39 grams, contains 150 calories, according to the nutrition facts. The Big Fruit Loop is, just as the name implies, a simple, massive loop. It's also a very much unauthorized version of the longtime breakfast cereal, and it's the latest drop from Brooklyn-based art collective Mischief. That one big loop contains 930 calories, weighs in around a half a pound, is the equivalent of about a half a box of regular Fruit Loops mashed into one bowl-filling monstrosity. Is Alea in or out? Hmm. Uh, I, Did she have Fruit Loops? She likes Fruit Loops, doesn't she? I think it's Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, yeah, she likes oh, Fruity Pebbles. But I, mean, they're I, I think that she might not like this because I think it would be hard to eat. Yeah, and you plus it's hard. I go back to the Kraft Donuts. Uh-huh. You know, the the Kraft Donuts were just hard to get in, get a, you know. Well, my mouth's not big and, enough. You know, she is working with cutting teeth and losing teeth, and you know, 
Yeah, she yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I think she'd be out. I think she'd look at me and be like, mm. it depends on how long it has to sit in the milk. But my question would be, how are you going to put it in? My question would be, how long before Kellogg shuts this down? Are they just going to go? Ah, we're not afraid of mischief, but we are afraid of Snoop Dogg and Master P. A Florida Mm. man is facing charges after he allegedly hit his wife with a Christmas tree (laughs) after she asked for help with making dinner. Fifty. I have questions. Fifty-two-year-old Richard Atchison was arrested by police on multiple charges, including domestic battery. Officer said the incident happened on Monday at their home in Fruitland Park. The two had gotten into an argument after the woman asked for help with making dinner, and at some point, the woman reportedly put a spoon in the sink. (gasps) Atchison apparently lost his temper, began packing his things, and went outside to his vehicle. He then returned home because, quote, he had been drinking and told his wife to leave instead. When she tried to leave, deputies said Atchison shoved her and then picked up a Christmas tree in the corner of the room and threw it at her, striking her. Okay, so is he super strong, or what is it, a super small tree? Well, and the spoon, did it go down the garbage disposal? Or did you just lay it in there? I mean, there's so many things here. It's probably not the tree from Christmas Vacation. Probably not the tree for Christmas vacation. Plus, I also wonder if they live in Fruitland Park, yeah. would they eat a giant Fruit Loop? Or would they rather have Snoop Loops? I'm going with they'd rather have Snoop Loops. Probably. We're going to get you a break. Come back. Got more on the way. You're on In the Gnome. Did you know the Germanic word for mistletoe literally means dung on a twig? <laughs> dung on a twig. Hey, I'll meet you over here underneath the dung on a twig and lay a big smooch on you. <laughs> Nothing says, ooh, I'd love to smooch like dung on a twig. Yeah, that is something. Mm, yeah. So during the show yesterday, probably about this time, we were hearing about uh, Twitch. The um, dancer and Ellen's DJ uh, also went on to... Uh, be, I think, executive producer of the show and just seemed like lovable, high energy, really got that show going and kind of set the pace for it. He uh, passed yesterday at uh, age 40, took his own life and, uh, you know, getting a lot of response from uh, all corners of the of the country, seemingly, including Ellen and others. But I think yet again, it's another, you know, indication that, um, just because someone exudes a certain persona or, a, you know, appearance or just because they seem happy on the outside does not indicate that everything is A-OK and just tragic. I mean, it shows you people that seemingly have, quote, unquote, it all, if you will, that doesn't make them immune from some of the things that bother them. So just really sad news. Um I loved Twitch. Um, and mental health is very, very important. And you're right. Just because someone acts as if everything is okay and happy doesn't necessarily mean that they are. Yeah, look, looks. The old adage, you know, looks can be deceiving. Mm-hmm. And they can. Just because of every photograph you've ever seen of him, yes. he has a beaming smile. Beautiful wife, beautiful children. Um, sure. Just, it's so sad. And I don't know. I mean, I have no idea what what led him. That that That's one of the, I guess that's the... Every time we encounter something like this, there are so, like, the imagination 
uh, I won't say runs wild, but your imagination starts to conjure up things. Well, I mean, what what might have led someone to this, or what might have been going on, or what do we not know, or any of those things. The truth, the, just the end of it, is just can completely sad mm-hmm. and. And we have no idea what, you know, was going on in his personal life. And I don't necessarily believe that there's just one trigger and I didn't. there's just one thing that pushes someone over the edge. I think it's cumulative. And again, we have no idea what goes on in others' lives, in their personal lives. Nor is it anyone's business either. Yes. I also wonder um, for him, he, he kind of went on a... Um, a big ascension from being discovered and then, you know, being a, being a lead and then being executive producer of that show. And then that show came to an end earlier this year. It also would, from a professional standpoint, if I were in his shoes, I'd probably at the end of something so successful like that, I might wonder for me, it's like, well, what's next? Well, you know, what do I, I do now? I think I he was know. also a big part of So You Think You Can Dance? Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah. yeah, I think that's uh, where he got I, found. I think that's, and he went, I, I think he continued to be involved in that on some level, is my understanding. Sad. Jay Leno explains why he didn't take pain meds after his burns. I think we're all probably now aware of the story on what happened to him recently, but he hasn't taken any pain medication since the fire, saying, the pain is a reminder that I'm an idiot. That's what he said. He said he didn't want... And that is excruciating pain. Uh, A a burn is excruciating pain. So I did read it said that he was working in the he was working in the garage with uh, he noticed the fuel line was clogged. He got underneath a vehicle to attempt to unclog it. He told um, in an interview he was doing, I guess, with NBC News. I said, "This is quoting him." I said, "Blow some air through the line." Then suddenly, boom, I got a face full of gas. Here's where I get confused. That he goes on, uh, Jay Leno goes on to say, and then the pilot light jumped and my face caught fire. My friend pulled me out and jumped on top of me and kind of smothered the fire. Pilot light for what? I mean, I, I know, you know, furnaces have pilot lights, fireplaces have pilot lights, but what could he have been using in a garage underneath a car? It's a really, it's- Maybe a really old car that might have one. I don't know. That's a, it was. I don't. It was hard, hard for me maybe to figure part out. Part of like the souped up, like deal yeah, or maybe. something. I don't, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about cars. To Nor do I. Weigh in. I turn left, go left. Turn right, <laughs> go right. Throw it in R. Go backwards. Eddie Murphy will receive the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the 2023 Golden Globes. Boy, it's just been a week for my comedy heroes. Uh, Adam Sandler getting the uh, Mark Twain uh, prize, and now uh, Eddie Murphy's getting the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Still having a hard time having having a hard time putting Eddie Murphy and Cecil B. DeMille and Adam Sandler and Mark Twain in the same boxes. You know, they just yeah. I'm, I'm happy for them. They <laughs> well, just I saw don't Adam seem... Sandler also. I think announced a tour yesterday. Really? Yeah. Does he come to Litchfield by any chance? Uh, Big Cliffy. We got the amphitheater down there in the holler. He could play that. I think he's, he's going to play behind the, the store there in uh, the Olson's Mercantile. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. Netflix has revealed the first images from Pamela Anderson's documentary called Pamela, A Love Story. 
It's directed by Ryan White, and it sees Anderson, quote, tell her story about her rise to fame, Rocky Romances, the infamous tape scandal, and um, a synopsis reads an intimate and humanizing portrait of one of the world's most famous blonde bombshells. Pamela, a love story, follows the trajectory of Pamela Anderson's life and career from small-town girl to sex symbol, actress, activist, and doting mother. Oh, she's a doting mother. That part I did not know of her. Well, I know that they told on Peyton and Eli on the Manning cast earlier this week, they told a good story about Bill Belichick and, and her. And apparently when Bill Belichick was coaching the Pro Bowl one year in Hawaii, one of the he gets to choose, like as the coach, you get to choose X amount of players. And one player in the NFL was dating her. It's like the equivalent on the Ryder Cup of captain's pick. Correct. Yeah, he gets gotcha. to pick up pick up players, mm-hmm. and one of the players in the NFL was dating her at the time. Mm-hmm. So he and he made him a Pro Bowl selection in hopes that she would tag along to Hawaii, so they could see her at the pool. <laughs> That's what exactly. I would do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, she didn't end up coming. Oh, mm-hmm. too bad. That's too bad. But it was just kind of a because, especially knowing Bill Belichick, you wouldn't think that that would be his ulterior motive. Sure. They it's had Emily Anderson, but they also had a great uh, story about Belichick and Art Modell because of the way that they parted company in Cleveland. Then later, Bill Belichick put somebody on the Pro Bowl specifically so it would cost Art Modell a million dollars because this player had in his contract if he made the Pro Bowl, the uh, the Ravens at that time had to pay him a million dollars per his contract. He wasn't going to make it, and he wasn't really worthy of it. But Belichick just did it, like because I'm going to cost you a million dollars. I thought it was a pretty funny move. And Harry and Meghan, the new show, earns Netflix's best ever premiere week for a documentary. Still not talking you all no. into it, huh? Still no interest in no. Harry and Meghan. Zero. All right, just trying to give you let you let you know. Apparently, people are watching it, but I've not seen a minute of it. Kind of losing interest on it myself. I got other things to do. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today: Will you or have you self-gifted for Christmas by buying yourself a present? On purpose? Yeah, like, have you been shopping and then said, oh, I'm going to pick that up for myself? I'm sure I have. No, this year. Oh, this year it was yeah. by accident. By accident. This year I got something you because might. it was a really good deal, and I thought, well, I'll find somebody to give this to. But no. I, I don't Self ever, is keeping it. I don't ever, like, think in that realm, I guess, is the, is the right way to answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got a new Christmas sweater. And I guess, I guess, if you want to classify that, that could be in that realm. Well, and but. I'm supposed to pick out my gift from my grandmother. So, but mm, okay, that doesn't count as self gifting because you're you're just doing the <laughs> okay. you're doing you're doing the legwork for someone else. Now, the reason I asked is I have some stats to back it up. Is that 26 uh, percent of people said yes if I see something I want, and 19 percent said yes, and I know what I want. Uh, I am I, I am a really bad. Historically, I'm a really bad self gifter because I'm out there like I need that or I had to grab that. Or, blah, blah. This is which is what a makes me hard to buy for anyway. Yeah, because you're a self gifter all year round. Well, I just see it and like I don't need that or got that or whatever. So that just it, it happens. However, I will tell you that 
uh, and it's because of circumstance currently, but uh, I have not done that this year. I've not seen things and gone, oh, while I'm looking at that, I need to grab that. I've tried to do a better job of putting stuff on lists and going, okay, that's there, and then figure that out. (laughs) So he's working on a list. For the year that we've decided that we're not gifting to each other. It'll be on the list in perpetuity. Oh, by the way, we are gifting to each other. It's just taking a different format. You know what I mean. So, but, but deliberately I have tried to do less of the, uh, see it, get it, you know. You're at the hardware store and be like, oh, I needed a new drill kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's not my, now, now to, now in fairness, I have not really been i think to do that i have to be out and i haven't been out yet like after tomorrow i'm more likely to be out doing some shopping that i haven't done already so i don't think you could pay me to oh i don't want to i'm not i'm not saying (laughs) i'm I'm, there's there's not there's none of me that's hankering to do that when i was driving up and going through louisville last weekend Mm -hmm. the line to get off and get on the exit at the mall's no chance. No chance. Yeah, no. Listen, I mean, if it doesn't come from Amazon. Oh, yeah. But. Yep. Yeah, I want. Why well, I've been a little, because usually your rule was, is that all, all wasn't it all your, your presence for her would come here. And Correct. And we haven't gotten any here. And I'd been, I'd been concerned. Well, because. <laughs> Were you usually, concerned about me, Sam? No, it's, it's usually the UPS <laughs> man this time of year is, is we almost have to put him on the website. Because yeah. he's he's like another employee. <laughs> because he's in here every day, and I hadn't seen him in a little bit. I've been getting a little concerned more about him. Yeah. That, oh well, thanks a lot. Well, <laughs> well, in in fairness, because we are not wrapping up a gift to right. one another uh-huh. this year, there's been no reason for that firewall. Uh-huh. There's been no reason for that. Oh, she doesn't need to see what the outside of that box says or any of that. Yeah, because the so. only two packages that we've had delivered are the ones sitting in Misty's office that uh, mm-hmm. Misty's old office mm-hmm. that. One Yukon Cornelius almost stole. That Dennis thought he deserved. And Whitney did as well, I believe. Well, they're getting attention, without a doubt. But uh, and as I said, if, if if Yukon can carry it out himself, he can, <laughs> he can have it. <laughs> On television tonight, ghosts, the... Um, I know my parents like that. It's good. It We're not good. even caught up. Are you getting a little bit tired of it? Well, I, I mean, maybe I'm getting a little bit tired of it, but... I do think they're it's very we're, clever. we're at mid season mm-hmm. and so I think they'll have to resolve some things uh going forward. Beauty it's, and the Beast, a thirtieth celebration is on ABC tonight. Celebrating is Beauty the and one, the Beast. I saw some previews. Did it say who's playing? Or is it, it just a it says an animated and okay. live action showcase of the fan fave movie with new musical performances, sets, and costumes. Inspired by the classic story. Because I saw a, I don't even remember where I saw it, that somebody's singing in it. And, I, and when I saw it, I was like, oh, that would be kind of good. I am certain. It oh, will Josh Groban's be. The Beast. Oh, I like Josh Groban. Right just on heard cue, it just yeah. a second ago. Uh, I'm Shania pretty, Twain is Mrs. Potts. I am certain Angela Lansbury will not be singing. Well, yes, because yes, Shania Twain is filling in her spot. Tale as old as time. That's terrible. Today's highlighted. What's so terrible about it? You said you're certain <laughs> that just, Angela. I'm that's certain, terrible. I'm certain. 
<laughs> there are a few things I'm certain of, but I'm certain well, of that. They, they do have holograms now. This date in 1791, the Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments of the U.S. Constitution, went into effect following ratification by Virginia. Gone with the Wind premiered in Atlanta this day, 1939. Birthdays today. Don Johnson is 73 today. Sonny Crockett. Doug Phelps from Kentucky Headhunters is 62. Sam, you really enjoyed that Headhunters performance you saw back in it September? Was it was good. I know I left a little bit early, but it was good. Maud Apito is 25 today. Another day of birthdays are not a lot well, of them to report. Tuesday was the big one. That's true. Gustav Eiffel, born this date in 1832. He, of course, named the tower, the Eiffel Tower is named for him in Paris, but he also helped design our statue of delivery, as Taylor Buckles would say. <laughs> the statue of delivery. Tim Conway was born this date in 1933. Let's go to 1959. And the Ernie Fields Orchestra was at the top of the charts. Everybody was doing the Charleston to end the mood. I don't know what dance step they were doing in 59. Charleston's a little bit before that. One of the Charleston, like the 20s. Charleston Chew. Did someone say Charleston Chew? That's a candy, isn't it? It is. Big baritone sax there. Oh, don't forget the winter music extravaganza is tonight at 7. Did you hear that? Did you mm-hmm. Did you notice what happened yesterday? I saw them shut you down. They real gave quick. me a talk to the hand. Basically, they gave me a talk to the Frenches. Did you notice that? Yeah. So just don't be surprised if you don't see more more frequent appearances by the Frenches, less frequent appearances by the Bells, because mm-hmm. they got the old talk to the hand. I even saw, I think one of them was like, oh, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this again. 1968, Dion number one, Abraham, Martin, and John. Let's go to 1977 and Dolly Parton with Here You Come Again. I thought you would be singing by now, Dolly. Oh, it's an instrumental. Sam has to sing this one. Yeah, that'd be the day. I was going to say, that's not even Dolly on the right. <laughs> Some might, people might call her a dolly. Hip to be square, number one in 86. Ninety-five, Alan Jackson, Tall Tall Trees. Gavin DeGraw, I Don't Want to Be, number one in 04. And uh, nine years ago today, Miley Cyrus, number one with Wrecking Ball. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. If you don't risk anything, you risk even more. If you don't risk anything, you risk even more. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the notes.